What's up, aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. I know, I know, I'm a day late. I'm sorry. The game, the Steelers game went into overtime last night. It was an electric game. I was emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually exhausted after that game. But you know what? No excuses. Here we are, a day late. I'll give you the recap you all deserve. Um, let's get into it. Week six, baby. Had a lot of stuff going on. Um, let's start early in foggy London town. London's a beautiful city, by the way. And this team needs to be moving to London. The Jaguars beat Miami on a last-second field goal, 23-20. I got this game right. I took Jacksonville. I'm excited. I predicted their first win. Um, I did a... Jacksonville needs to move to London. They were good a couple years ago. They had one good run in Jacksonville. They've been awful ever since. They redid their whole team. Jalen Ramsey, Blake Bortles, all gone. Fournette, they're all gone. Um, Jacksonville needs the fresh start in London. Send Trevor Lawrence over there. Send um, Urban Meyer's not going to be there. <laughs> Urban Meyer's dipping. Um, I actually wrote a paper on this in... I was like half-assing a master's degree trying to get in sports management. I was trying to work for an NFL team. And I wrote a paper on Jacksonville moving to London. And that was probably like five years ago. And I said they would be in London within five years. So my timetable is off. But I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are still very likely to go. Owner Shad Khan owns one of the soccer teams out there, I believe. Um, but Jacksonville, that, aren't they always so good in London? Like, I feel like it's just a thing. Like, they're, they're destined to be out there. The NFL keeps sending them out there to play games. Make the Jaguars the foggy London town silly nannies or whatever. Keep them the Jaguars. I don't care. But move Jacksonville to London. If their only success is going to be because teams had to travel 10 hours on a plane to get there, then, I mean, so be it. But send Jacksonville to London. London Jaguars. I'll make it. Change your mascot to something... I don't know. London Big Ben's. London trolley cars. I don't know. Jacksonville needs to get over there. And England needs a a team because I mean they support it. That whole that dude was wearing a whole dolphin head painted like a um orange and teal, whatever the Miami colors are. Um dude was wearing a whole dolphin head. Imagine soccer fans just having an NFL team to root for consistently. That'd be sweet. Glad I picked Jacksonville to win their first game, Miami. Oof, this is not what you want as a Dolphins fan. Definitely not to lose to Jacksonville, to Urban Meyer, who has all the -the off-the-field stuff and a team that wasn't going to win any kind of games. I thought they were going to win just because Miami's been reeling. I didn't think Tua was playing, so I guess I got kind of lucky there. Tua looked all right. Still not the guy. Um, Jacksonville wins in London. Come back to the United States. Um, Kansas City over Washington got this game right, so hooray. (laughs) <laughs> they the Washington football team I don't know how to say this the Washington football team completely botched the whole Sean Taylor induction induction or just his his retirement summer they retired his jersey so they made a Sean Taylor lane and then so he has a name outside of the stadium a street name named after him and then they show pictures of the street name and it's Sean Taylor Road beautiful right there in front of like 30 porta potties like (laughs) you're trying to first it was i talked about this last week they tried to cover their tracks up with um 
doing it last minute. They're like, oh, we need these NFL emails are going to come out. We need something last minute that's going to help uh, make us look a little bit better. And so they do Sean Taylor's and, uh, and what is the Jersey retirement? I keep saying induction. He didn't go to the Hall of Fame. Didn't play long enough. I'm sorry. Um, but they do his Jersey retirement. Sean Taylor Road in front of porta potties. And then you got this dickhead, Jackson Mahomes. Jackson Mahomes, worse than Juju Smith Schuster on TikTok. This dude's dancing on freaking. It's it's clearly roped off. His number twenty one is painted on the sideline. Um, it's clearly roped off, and Jackson Mahomes is freaking sitting there prancing all over his number, making TikToks. Like that's got to be the most disrespectful shit in history. Sean Taylor, who, if you don't know, was killed in a home invasion. One of the, like the most promising safeties in the league back in the day. It was, I think it was like two thousand four. So this dude was coming up with Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed, and he was going to be probably close to better than both of them. This guy was awesome. Sean Taylor was great. Um, tragically dies in a home invasion with his family, like in the house. So horrific, horrific death. But um, this is how they want to honor him. They put his name on a street in front of the porta potties. They got Jackson Mahomes doing the freaking whatever the hell it, he was doing all over his number and I uh, just the whole thing was it was sloppy it was botched they didn't even have security on the number they let Jackson Mahomes run amok all over there and then they let Patrick Mahomes I didn't even I haven't even talked about the game yet they let Patrick Mahomes just decimate them I picked Kansas City so it's good they won but Patrick Mahomes looked a little bit more like Patrick Mahomes hasn't looked incredible this season but this is one of the games where he's kind of starting to turn around um, LA Giants, LA Giants, what the hell? LA Rams at New York Giants. Um, pick the Rams, they won. Looking good, nothing to really say here. Giants suck. So, this is around the time when we start to think about which coach is on the hot seat, which coach may not be the head coach in 2022. Um, John Gruden, already the first one to fall. Obviously, not a, a performance issue, but another issue racist, sexist homophobic emails but Joe Judge the New York Giants is in his second year and it is not working out not just because of this loss to the Rams but because of other losses I think they're one in five right now they're not good they're it's hard to watch the injuries have piled up it's, it's it's bad it's bad I can't even I can't even get words out it's bad you got Saquon who just came back from an ACL and now he's got his ankle the size of a softball you got Kenny Holiday was out you got Daniel Jones got concussed last week and still somehow played. Um, he fumbled the first snap of the game. He's like Mr. Turnover. Joe Judge, I mean, all these reports came out in training camp that the, they had three. Yeah, I think they had three like veterans just retire before in training camp before the season started. And everyone's all asking why. And it's like Joe Judge is there making them run laps like they're high school kids. And it's like these are millionaires. So these are guys, these are professionals. They work out. They are good at what they do they work hard and then they mess up in practice and this dude's making them run laps like they're in high school or in college or something like that that is not the way to to deal with millionaires i believe we talked about this before the season started he's losing that locker room so fast and unless he starts winning games joe judge is my first coach it's like uh this this dude might be out of town he might have to go be a special teams coach again he'll do what every belichick disciple does where he'll go somewhere else he'll fail for a little bit and then he'll come right back josh mcdaniel's uh Matt Patricia. Those are the two I'm I'm referencing there. Houston at Indianapolis. 
is Houston just done? They look they look really good the first game. I mean, they played the Jaguars. They beat the shit out of him. Tyra Taylor was there. Um, he hasn't played really since he's been injured. Um, Houston, just gunning for that number one pick. They're going to get Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean, Deshaun Watson. When it, trade for this man. If trade him to the Dolphins. Trade him to the Eagles. Probably need a quarterback. The Steelers probably wouldn't be enticing enough because they're not going to have a high enough draft pick. They'll probably have a mid-range. I'm not saying they're going to have like the last pick in the first round, but they're going to have like a mid pick, like 15 to a 20. So you, as a Houston fan, you're like, okay, Miami has like probably going to have a top five pick. They're one in five right now. And you got um, the Eagles are probably going to have maybe a top 10 pick. Um, those are what you're looking for. You don't want the Steelers mid-range. So, I mean, Houston's got to start dealing to Sean Watson. This off-the-field stuff, they're, they may not win a game the rest of the season. Probably going to have the number one pick. You guys gotta do something. I mean, come on, let's let's get it together. If you're not gonna give your fans hope for the future, you got a franchise quarterback that just sits there, just waiting for the American legal process to happen. It's just do something that's hopeful for the future, because the brand of football you're putting out is extremely bad. Cincinnati, Detroit, pick Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's kind of looking like they're gonna be good again, which sucks because. We already play in the toughest division, and that makes the Steelers one of the worst teams in the division. Um, but if you look at it, I mean, the Ravens are five and one. The what's their, the Bengals are four and two, and then the Browns are three and three, and the Steelers are three and three. So we're just as good as the Browns, I guess, right now. Probably not on paper, but our record's the same. And then one game behind the behind the Bengals, two games behind the Ravens. That's not too shabby right now. Cincinnati looking good. Watch out for them. I'm going to start picking them in a lot more games, especially a game like this because they got last in our division last year, so they're going to play the last place teams in all the divisions. So they're going to have a bunch of easy wins, just like this one, the Detroit. Green Bay, Chicago. I, <laughs> as, as someone who's hopeful that the Steelers pick up Aaron Rodgers next year, I am so excited and I am so happy that he did what he did to Chicago. It was so funny. He said, okay, so he scores a touchdown, runs it in, does his discount double check, um, WWE belt celebration, and then just out of nowhere comes out and says, I still fucking own you. I still own you. I still own you. I've always fucking owned you. He said, that wasn't word for word, but it was the gist of it. And he is screaming that to Chicago fans, and they've got it all on camera, all on tape. And that has got to be one of the funniest reactions for a quarterback to a 30, what, 34 year old quarterback running for a touchdown and then just screaming, I still fucking own you, to the whole city of Chicago, just taking his nuts out and dragging them across the end zone. Just the, the gall he has to freaking just smack the city of Chicago in the face with his mushroom stamp. And he's he's not wrong. Look at the stats right here. So Aaron Rodgers' career versus the Bears, including the playoffs, 22-5. and five. Those are Roethlisberger against the Browns numbers. 22-5. and five. And Chicago's not as bad as the Browns have been. So even, up to recently, I mean, the, the Browns obviously embarrassed the Steelers in the playoff game last year. Um, but Ben Roethlisberger is still like 17-2 and two or 17-3 and three against them. Aaron Rodgers is putting up those numbers on the Bears. 57 touchdown passes, 12 interceptions, and five straight wins. And then it all came out afterwards. It's like, what was he just fired up? Like, what what brought this along? And no, he he was right about something. 
he said in his post game press conference that he looked up and the um the fans there was a lady like giving him the double bird and so immediately he's like that was his reaction he's just like get up i still fucking own you i always own you chicago (laughs) this is hilarious i want him to be the steelers quarterback so bad next year i'm so excited i hope he goes thrilled absolutely thrilled he did that and then to prove his point they found a bunch of chicago fans and i literally saw a tweet and it was like four or five different chicago fans we're just flipping him off after he scored so you know what people don't like aaron Rodgers for that i love aaron Rodgers for that green bay over chicago green bay wins um my first loss was sunday what happened to the chargers man baltimore 34 chargers 6 I really needed the Chargers to to be good, like I thought they were. I needed them to beat Baltimore because the Steelers, I mean, they're not, they might help themselves, but we need a lot of help. We need Baltimore to lose games. We need the Bengals to start losing games. We need the Browns to start losing games. We still got to play everyone twice in our division. We haven't played anybody yet. So we need them to start losing games because we're not going to win every division game for sure. Baltimore looks good. Le'Veon Bell freaking scored a touchdown today. Le'Veon Bell, the has-been. He liked my tweet. I was talking shit on him a couple weeks ago. He liked my tweet. And then he tweeted later. He's like, use all these tweets for motivation. So I was like, oh, this dude's talking about me on Twitter. That's cool. Anyway, Baltimore wins 34-6. Minnesota, Carolina. Picked Minnesota to win. Minnesota's been kind of... They're like... They're frisky. They're good. I think I picked them. I think I talked about it on Friday that... They look good. They played some good teams. They lost some close games, but they look good, and they did it. Sam Darnold, not looking too good. Still love him, but he needs to step it up again. They started the season 3-0 because they played some dog shit teams, so um, need to get that going again. Um, to the afternoon games, Arizona and Cleveland. On the show, I had Arizona picked, and I switched it. And I'm so mad at myself. Because the signs were there. It came out Saturday morning, I believe. Cliff Kingsbury, the quarterback coach, the OC, these guys all had COVID. And I was like, they're not going to have any coaches on the sideline? So it's Kyler Murray going to be drawing up plays in the dirt? Like, is that it? So I picked Cleveland at home in what was supposed to be, like, really bad weather, like, really windy rain, I think. Cleveland, the obviously, the incredible rushing attack. Um great defense this year i picked cleveland i switched my pickup because every cardinals coach was supposed to be out and their defense was going to bottle up kyler murray this is gonna be like the one time where he's going to show he was human this year and i was completely wrong i was a hundred percent wrong arizona 37 cleveland 14 the signs were there it was slapping me in the face i shouldn't have done this because the steelers playoff game that i just talked about last year when the browns embarrassed us Kevin Stefanski, um, all these dudes on the Browns had COVID and didn't play, and they kicked the living shit out of us. I should have done what Cleveland did. I should have seen what Cleveland did to us last year, and I should have said, you know what? They don't need coaches. Kyler Murray's amazing. He can do it. I was totally wrong. This is embarrassing. I'm so sad. Losing games like this hurts because Arizona is like the obvious choice, like the obvious, obvious choice. But then you're like, uh, COVID, and then, like, nope, wrong, all wrong, you guys shouldn't even listen to me anymore, I'm just a dumbass, Vegas at Denver, super wrong about this game, too, based on coaches, <laughs> also based on coaches, man, um, so John Gruden getting fired last week, I didn't see 
the Raiders responding as well as they did. Denver, solid defense. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is like Mr. Mr. Consistency with holding the ball and not getting turnovers. He had four turnovers in this game. Breaks my heart. Love Teddy Bridgewater. Vegas, they went off for their coach. Uh, Bisaccia, Bisaccia, whatever his name was. Very likable guy, I guess. Um, Vegas went off for their coach. So now we live and we learn. We lose games like this and then we move on. We know we can continue to pick the Raiders, especially against teams we know they're better than because they're going to be decently coached and they're going to play for this coach. So we live and we learn, right? Dallas, New England got way more interesting than it should have been. Um, very good game. Goes to overtime. CeeDee Lamb. The best part about this game is CeeDee Lamb um, taunting through the end zone. No penalty. And then you got a late hit on Jalen Mills, I think, was the corner. Jalen Mills pushes him, like, super late. And then CeeDee Lamb gets up and waves in his face, like, waves by. No taunting penalties to be found. Because the NFL calls it when they want to and then just leaves it when they... I mean... What is a taunting penalty? You know, I I have no idea. There's so many bad calls. The other bad call, I didn't really mention it because it didn't really like affect the outcome of the game. Um, Arizona was still going to smoke Cleveland anyway, but that uh, roughing the passer call, where he like barely pushed Kyler Murray after he threw the ball, didn't follow the ground, just like pushed him. Um, <laughs> man, it's such a weak ass call. That's the direction the NFL's headed. Um, here we go. I won the Dallas game, by the way. Seattle at Pittsburgh. I didn't, there was nothing for me to be happy about in this game except for TJ Watt padding his stats, being the hero. I want him to be, Troy Polamalu was so clutch. James Harrison was so clutch. You look at the defensive stars of the 70s, Joe Green, Jack Lambert, Rod Woodson. You look at great Steelers defensemen, they're clutch. TJ Watt is clutch. He makes the clutch plays. The the play in overtime when he stripped Geno Smith and pretty much won us the game was clutch. It was super clutch. The best thing about this game is knowing that TJ Watt was worth every single penny we paid him and more. Can we extend him? I mean, his extension, he's still on his rookie contract technically, and then his extension starts next year, the four-year $112 million. Can we extend him for another four years? Give him a Mahomes contract, man. Give him a, we know the guy works hard. We know he balls out. Extend him again. Extend the dude again. I would be thrilled. Lock him down for life. Steal her for life, baby. He was awesome. Um, that, I guess that was the only part that was awesome. Najee was looking good. Um, at the end, had some holes. I mean, he's, he's receiving better. He dropped five passes, I think, against the Raiders, but he's receiving a lot better. Um, ben didn't look awful. I guess the only bad throw, really bad throw he had was the one where he hit Jamal Adams in the face. Jamal Adams, like, plays the line so much and blitzes so much now, like, he just forgot how to play safety. Like, he jumped the route perfect and then just didn't put his hands up, let the ball smack him in the face. That's got to be one of the most embarrassing things, like, for an all-pro safety. is perfectly jumping a route and then just letting a ball smack you in the face. Hilarious. Um, what else? I, I put Russ is a good teammate. So before the game, everyone's making fun of him. First of all, he went to the game. This is what makes him a good teammate. Number one, he went to the game. He could have been at home just grinding all over Ciara all night, doing the Urban Meyer, groping, 
whatever it is as this sounds bad he could have been with ciara hanging out he could have been doing husbandly things to ciara he decides to go to pittsburgh to watch his team play to support geno smith sit there on the sideline he had the earpiece in to see if he could support anything like that talk to Pete carroll all night this is the first game he's missed in 10 years which is wildly impressive um goes to pittsburgh and then before the game, he's like running through scenarios and he said he's doing two minute drill. He's doing all this stuff on the field by himself. He's on one knee like he's pretending to be in the huddle. He's pretending to lead a two minute drive down the field. I mean, how can you make fun of the guy? Obviously, it's funny. He's doing it by himself. He looks kind of crazy. But I mean, that's just a football guy through and through just going through scenarios in his head. Now, I made fun of the New York Mets in spring training last year. They practiced winning the world series like they were on the practice field they practiced the last pitch of celebrating doing everything like that russell wilson was literally like planning going through his head play by play what was going to happen in this two minute drive he's he's a great teammate for being there he's a great teammate for being involved he made the trip he didn't have to when these athletes get hurt they can go to the home games i think ben when he was hurt a couple years ago he would like be at the home games but he wouldn't even be at the away games i don't think he hardly ever traveled with the team but Russell Wilson was there. He was um, involved. He was trying to help. He was trying to support Geno. It's just a good teammate, man. Steelers win. I don't know. We don't have a lot to be happy about. We limped into the bye week. 3-3 three three at the bye. Um, we got the Browns next week. Um, I don't even know what to say, man. They're not going to have Kareem Hunt. They're probably going to get Chubb back. Baker's got a dislocated shoulder. It seems like some things are falling apart in Cleveland because of injuries. But, I mean, that team's still good. They're still dangerous. Baker wakes up feeling dangerous, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know what to think, man. I wanted to be four and two at the bye. If I looked at it before the season, I would have seen the bills and the, I guess three and three is not bad. So looking at it before the season, if the bills, the Packers and the Seahawks, I would have thought we probably would have lost those games. So we beat the bills. That's good. But the Raiders and the Bengals losses are just going to haunt me forever. If you think about it, I'll take the loss to the Packers, but we could really be five and one with beating the the Raiders and the the Bengals we could easily be five and one blow those games um we gotta we just gotta win we just gotta win three and three um yeah that's let's let's get to the last game I'm rambling about the Steelers now um Buffalo at Tennessee I picked Buffalo lost this game Derrick Henry pops off three touchdowns just well done I've got Derrick Henry in three fantasy leagues, so it's kind of just thrilling to me. But the Bills, they were kind of showing like they were going to be the number one team. Um, so I guess that, if anything, this week defined the Cardinals as the true like best team in the league. Because you looked at, maybe the Ravens are kind of close to them, but you looked at the Bills, a lot of people had the Bills ahead of the Cardinals. And now the Bills have lost to the Titans, and the Cardinals kicked the shit out of the Browns. So, I mean, it's, it's all Cardinals. It's all you, Kyler Murray. Coach or not, we know you're going to go out and ball. Those are my picks for the week. I got a couple more things I want to talk about. So the the NFL said they concluded their investigation on the emails. So obviously John Gruden got fired last week for the emails they found, homophobic, racist remarks. So they were I said they were investigating Bruce Allen, the former Washington Redskins president, looking for topless pictures of cheerleaders that he supposedly like pressured him into, um, sexual harassment, like sexual bullying, stuff like that. Um so the NFL concluded in the investigation. They said they didn't find anything else. 
650,000 emails and all they got was John Gruden saying the shit he said. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? 650,000 emails from this guy that everyone thought, I mean, they, I don't know. That's, that's sketchy. They're hiding some shit. Just mark my words. They're, they're hiding some shit. That John Gruden stuff, they were looking at the Washington football team and they just saw John Gruden and ESPN employee at the time. They just saw that stuff, but they didn't see anything else. Horseshit. Big time bullshit. And then we got Coach O. Sadly, I liked Coach O when he was at USC. Um, they obviously didn't bring him back. He goes to LSU, wins a national championship. Um, that sucks, man. He's, he's mutually agreeing to part ways with LSU. His dream job was to be the LSU head coach. He did it. He won a national championship with them. One of the best teams ever. Um, it's sad. He's going to, I mean, they literally won it in January of 2020, which is literally like the beginning of last year. I think right before COVID started, literally the beginning of last year, last calendar year. It's, um, what is it, October 18th right now? Yeah, literally like 20 months ago, 21 months ago. Just won the national championship. So that didn't even buy him two seasons. He had a bad season last year, was having a not-so-great season this year. And that's it, man. That's it. It's like Doug Peterson and the Eagles. He completely lost that locker room. But Coach O's not that guy to lose a locker room. And then all this stuff starts coming out. Like, um, So he get, he won the national championship last January. And then he literally got divorced like the next month. Like, his wife loved him when he was a loser, but then he won a national championship, and she just, like, hated his guts and left him. I don't know. But, so then <laughs> there were reports coming out that, like, last season and, and this season, he was dating, like, these younger girls that had young kids, and um, he would, like, bring them out to practice, and he would let their kids run around the practice field. <laughs> That's wild. That's hilarious. That's such a Coach O thing, just being, like, a horn dog. I love that guy. I would welcome him back at USC with open arms what he did for LSU, he could do something incredible for USC. I don't, I don't know if they'd bring him back. I don't know if he'd come back, but, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully coach O lands on his feet. I know he will. He's a good dude. I think, I don't know. We'll see if these, uh, <laughs> these girlfriend rumors are true, but I think that's all I got guys. Thanks for listening. Um, get some picks on Friday for week seven. The Steelers have a bye week so I don't have to stress this much about, football this weekend but i love it football is going fast week six of 18 we're a third of the way through the season it makes me want to throw up just thinking about that why does football season go so much quicker than like basketball or baseball i feel like those drag on but football season has gone in like an instant oh well time flies when you're having fun thanks for listening guys love always remember iowa sucks because they freaking lost last week they lost to purdue they got destroyed at home that's all I talked about college football for the week. <laughs> Iowa lost. All right. Thanks, guys. Love always. Remember, Iowa blows.